Welcome to Leading Age Workforce Innovators. This podcast is part of a series by the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions, examining promising practices and innovations to meet workforce challenges. I'm Gene Mitchell, editor of Leading Age Magazine. At our 2017 annual meeting and expo in New Orleans, Leading Age launched a new program to attract college students to our meetings. It featured special programming designed to introduce them to the great careers available in our field, and it paired them with member volunteers as a way of making them feel welcome among the Leading Age family. These interactions also gave students a chance to gain insights and advice one-on-one from professionals already working in aging services. We repeated the program at this year's Peak Leadership Summit in Washington, and we'll do the same this fall at the 2018 Leading Age Annual Meeting and Expo in Philadelphia. In this episode, you'll hear two interviews with students who attended the Peak Summit. The first is Alondra Saavedra, a student at Towson University who is studying healthcare management. Let's hear what she has to say. Hello, Alondra. Thanks for joining us today. Hi. How are you? Very good. Let's start off by asking, uh, you know, you're a busy student. Why did you decide to attend that meeting? Um, So I actually found out through my department. I had a couple flyers, and I am a healthcare management major, but I also picked up the long-term care track. So I thought that this would be a great experience and just exposure to the long-term care community. And I've had no prior experience in the field of working or interning or anything like that. So I thought this would just bring a lot of knowledge to me that I may not learn from a textbook. Okay. What did you think of the meeting in general? I thought it was pretty good. I actually really enjoyed it. I like um, meeting some of the other students that came from different states. I just thought it was really nice that they had the student program this year and it allowed us for us to to network with each other and just talk a little bit about our prior experiences as well. Uh, do you have any suggestions for future meetings, things that we could do better uh, to serve students like yourself? Um, I think that maybe having a couple more student programs For example, I really liked when we were preparing to go to Capitol Hill, even though it ended up not happening. But I really liked that because we were able to work and discuss um, certain concepts or certain ideas about what we wanted to talk about with professionals in the field that were able to help us. And I think having that along with the students was really, at least for me, I thought that was one of the best. Um, workshops that I attended that weekend. Okay. Um, now I want to talk about you for a minute. People usually have interesting stories about how they, why they decided to work with older adults. I wonder what made you decide to work in this field. So it's pretty interesting. Um, I have worked as a camp counselor for the past couple summers, and um, I, that's when I started working with um, children with disabilities. And I became really interested in that. I, I really had great experiences with them. I took a couple classes on it, and I discovered that I could also incorporate that into the long-term care track. So that, along with the fact that I, I'm, uh, my parents are Mexican, so I come from a very cultural background. And for us, we, we all live with our extended family. And even though they live in Mexico, I've always been really close with my grandma. You know, I've talked to her 
And I just noticed the simplest things, how a simple conversation with an older adult may make their, you know, make their day, make them smile. And ever since then, I just felt that I would really be able to impact someone. And that's why I I became interested in long-term care, because this community is not commonly discussed or out there as important as, I don't want to say as important, but people don't view it as important as other things, such as regular health care insurance or anything like that. So I, I became really interested in it and thought I could make a difference. One of Leading Age's goals for this year is to try and make more people aware of the different kinds of work available in aging services. But honestly, we're not even sure if a lot of people know what the term aging services means. And I wonder, do you think your fellow students understand that term? Uh, I would say that I don't want to say that they all don't understand. I think we do understand the concept because my we have a lot of very knowledgeable professors at my um, school for the long-term care track. And I think they've done a very good idea of explaining it. But I also think that other people have a misconception that aging services is, is a place rather than a process, I would say. Like, they would just think it's more like end-of-life care rather than, you know, just assisted living and everything. Because I know prior to learning about long-term care, I personally thought it was just nursing homes. So I feel that that might be just a common misconception among peers my age. Right. Well, that kind of leads into my next question because uh, people don't often – recognize the many types of work there are in in this field. Uh, They think of it as as a nursing, mostly a nursing field, but you know there's positions in management and marketing, IT, almost any other type of work you can think of. I wonder what you think is the best way to get the word out about the many different careers in our field. Um, Well, I think it just has to start with us really learning more about having long-term care be something that you know, I don't want to say common knowledge, but that someone has, that everyone has an idea what it's about. Like I said, like you said, as well, the nursing homes, people think, okay, nurses and administrators, they don't realize that there are other people that have a very important part in it, that um, such as social workers and, and, like you said, marketing people. So I just think that we just have to, in general, just bring more light to the field, and that would allow for us to transition and people to be more interested in it or just intrigued by it, do their research and realize that, you know, there's a position for everybody pretty much. What do you think interests you the most? What do you, what type of work do you expect to do in our field? I, as I said, I like working with the kids with disabilities. I like talking to older adults. So I think for me, it would be more of something that I do, I do want to, be an administrator, but at the same time, I want to be a personable administrator. I want to make sure to take everyone into account and be able to really talk to them and directly form like that that relationship where it would be comfortable for them to come up to me, and that way I'd be able to incorporate what they think should change or what they don't like and fix that. Right. So you'll definitely be in the people side of the business then? Yes. <laughs> yes, I will. Okay. All right. I don't know if you're familiar with the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions, which uh, shows up on our website, and it includes a lot of workforce-related information and case studies for members. But 
I wanted to ask you as a student, if we were to add something to that, um, some extra materials or tools just for students, what sorts of things would you like to see? I think just opportunities available for us. Because um, what I've noticed, just in general, not necessarily with leading each, is that a lot of companies would have positions, but they're, they're positions that may seem a little intimidating when you're still a student and you feel that you don't know a lot of information about your field yet, or you don't have enough experience that you feel like you would do be successful at that position. So I think just having more more opportunities like internships or maybe programs like a school pro graduate school programs or just things that would in a way fill that gap between student and employee. Alondra, thanks for speaking with Leading Age today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Our second interview is with Sydney Reese, who recently graduated from Howard University with a Bachelor of Science in Health Management. Sydney now works for Delta Dental of North Carolina. Hello, Sydney. Thanks for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and for the opportunity. Can you tell us why you decided to attend the uh, recent Leading Age meeting? Well, I was actually notified about the opportunity to attend the Leading Age conference by my excellent professor, um, Shamari James at Tyler University. I was absolutely captivated to be a part of a large conference with exposure to, you know, long-term care and the surrounding initiatives. Now, with me recently entering my career with a health management degree background, um, equality to all demographics is a priority to me, so I really wanted to see, you know, this side in this landscape of long-term care. What did you think of the meeting uh, in general? When I entered into the leadership workshop, I sat at a table with, you know, an architect, a banker, a physician. I think there was even a retired lobbyist sitting at my table. And, you know, they immediately asked me, you know, what is your career background in? And I replied that I am a current student at the time. And, you know, everyone was so elated to tell me their role in the profession and industry and just all the various avenues available to spawn a career in aging services. So with that, my eyes were instantly open to the networks that can be created by investing in healthcare for tomorrow, essentially. Um, so with my perspective, being able to engage in the IT facilitation when they were presenting, it, it just felt like a critical conversation. Even during the meeting, throughout the course of the conference, we had a CEO breakfast. And the COO of a retirement community, we had a one-on-one -on -one chit-chat. His name was Michael Hendy. And he explained to me his amazing journey into having a career in aging services and working at a retirement community. And adding even the inspiration that I received from the advocacy portion that we had for the college students with Joe Franco. I just felt that after the summit, I was more prepared to better the ageism stigma in the nation. Do you have any suggestions for what Leading Age might do to make our meetings more student-friendly? I guess in a sentence, I would say lack of awareness. 
In the healthcare setting, we really need additional sensitivity when it comes to the elderly. So from what I saw, leading age can definitely continue to have student participation by attending the career fairs at universities to further promote and recruit young minds to participate, you know, in a positive impact exchange. So during the summit, I have to say I was so thankful that I had the opportunity to expand my network with college students like myself, and that was truly valuable. Do you have, do you think uh, you will be working with older adults in your career? Absolutely. So far in my career, I've had the opportunity to kind of sort and sift through the long-term care realm. Right now, working for Delta Dental, we're helping serve underserved, and that includes all demographics across the state. So my future goals are to go into electronic health records and the health IT um, system, and in by doing that, I want to protect people's lives, people's, their further careers so that they can have peace of mind. And in doing that, I really would love to touch long-term care because essentially in 30 years, we're going to have a super population of elderly and people in retirement. We're trying at Leading Age uh, to make more people aware of work that's available in aging services and the different career options that they might have, but we're not even sure that people even know what the term aging services means. Do you think that uh, your fellow students understand that term? No, I don't think that they understand the term. Do you think there's a better way to describe what we do? Just like outlining the mission and, you know, even the vision of our career objectives as students, we have to hold the same model as we get older. That's where leading age comes into play as a valuable, you know, it, it sits in a position where we're able, where you're able to, as an organization, tackle those core issues on trend to policy, even socioeconomic factors, and then balance that with corporate networks. So I would say that's how I would, I would try to describe it. You know, many people equate this field, people that don't know much about aging services, equate this field mostly with nursing, even though there are lots of other positions in management and IT and marketing, et cetera, in our, in our field. Uh, what do you think is the best way to get the word out about different careers in aging, especially to students like yourself? Yeah, I 100% had that initial perspective coming into college, picking my my degree and background and what I wanted to do. So for me, I think that we have to meet that gap of student awareness and advocate at, at universities just to provide materials and resources that are current. You know, I think a lot of the textbooks and the articles that came my way weren't on trends with population standards in the nation to better serve in the healthcare setting. Leading Age has a Center for Workforce Solutions, and this includes, uh, on our website, includes workforce-related inf information for members. If we wanted to add something to that center's uh, resources just for students, what sorts of things do you think would be helpful? 
if I were to guess, a way to preserve the quality that administrators and future executives, not just through webinars, but face-to-face training to add, you know, that personal touch. It, it should be a program where aging services become a development and then a standard. Sydney Reese, thank you for speaking with Leading Age today. Thank you again for having me, and I will continue to follow you guys on social media and hopefully attend another PEAK conference. That was Sydney Reese, a Howard University graduate. Thanks to her and Towson University student Alondra Saavedra for offering their perspectives on our field. And thanks for listening to another Workforce Innovators podcast. Visit the Leading Age Center for Workforce Solutions website to learn more about its work. I'm Gene Mitchell. Our producer is Charlie Visconage, and the Center for Workforce Solutions is led by Susan Hildebrandt. You can listen to more podcasts on our website, and you can subscribe at iTunes, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. If you like what you've heard today, please give us a rating. <laughs>